0: I
1: just watched I've been waiting for you. To look at that. Yeah. Fuck.
2: Yeah. Security has been breached. You're all going to die down here. But they have only three hours left before it begins infecting and mutating the whole human race. Uh, is it nice to
1: know someone wants you for your body?
0: Yeah. he was on time you better do it we subscribe <laughs> we decide on all the official ratings and rankings for every film that we cover patreon subscribers also get an honor shout out and two bonus episodes every single month which i do believe it's been over a year of bonus episodes we have 24 25 episodes waiting for you over on patreon if you haven't oh, yeah. jumped yet so if you haven't yet consider doing that it helps us out and there's a whole lot of movie uh yep. talk waiting hours for you and hours of movie there. talking uh that's the one plug what's the other plug oh yeah soundcloud itunes spotify YouTube. We're available all on every podcast just, uh, listener of choice. As far as we know, no one has yelled at us for not being on one yet. Yep. So uh, you're wherever <laughs> you're listening to us though, on iTunes, especially if you guys have been, you know, listening and liking the show, go give us a good old rating and review over there. It helps us find new listeners and we yes, please. appreciate that as well. So yeah. Welcome back to another week. I think uh, two weeks ago would have been the last time you guys, free listeners, would have heard from us. And we would have been talking late Vietnam nightmare cinema. Mm-hmm. We talked Jacob's Ladder, 1990, directed by Adrian Lin, starring Tim Robbins, which uh, documented the uh, dreamy psychological breakdown, yeah. psychedelic style of a uh, Vietnam uh, War vet, and we got into some pretty deep spoilers on on that episode. Oh yeah, because uh, because we kind of had to. It has a bit of a Möbius strip structure to it, yeah. and very narrative driven. But very uh, cool film uh, uh, to watch. Very psychologically engaged, and was inspiration for the Silent Hill uh, video game series, which a lot of people are terrified of. And oh, now, yeah. now I understand. Maybe I have to go pick up one of those games. I think you should. Because that hospital scene, my god. Yep, there um, it's b- bone chilling games, and and we paired movies. it. With uh, one of the more underrated Vietnam War films that doesn't get a whole lot of uh, love in that conversation, but it's one of my personal favorites, and that's Casualties of War by Brian De Palma. That's surprising,
2: too, just because, like, uh, I wasn't familiar with it. I I knew about it, but I just figured it would be up there with, you know, kind of like – Uh, Apocalypse Now, and and yeah, I mean, even Jacob's Ladder isn't
0: hugely in the conversation either. It was kind of it was kind of interesting talking both because one was uh, Casualties of War was 1989, Jacob's Ladder 1990. They came out one year apart from each other, and they were both very very unique takes on the Vietnam War film. And they were basically the last Vietnam War films as 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 we kind of uh, know them uh, until they were uh, parodied to death in Tropic Thunder. And I don't think anyone can make one ever again. Yeah, it's kind of
2: like the similar (laughs) thing with Dewey Cox. It's just like, why are you making biopics But they're
0: still trying. Yeah, they're Bohemian Rhapsodies out here. Giving it a go. <laughs> they're still trying. Uh, so that was two weeks ago, and it's for free. It's for everyone wherever podcast listener of choice. So if you haven't heard that episode, go back and check it out. Uh, but last week... Patrons, you guys uh, would have had a chance to hear from us exclusively over on patreoncom slash podcast where we were talking werewolf movies. We talked about an American Werewolf in London, 1981, directed by John Landis. Yeah, a uh, bit of a, a, a really fun horror comedy that Jamie and I had a chance to see on the on the big screen at the theater that I helped program, uh, which was a lot of fun. Big yeah. crowd turnout, and
2: it's balance between comedy and horror is
0: just unbelievable. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. kind of just instead of like sacrificing one for the other, it just goes full
0: throttle. It with weaves both them, of them both together. <laughs> (laughs) ways that make you uncomfortable (laughs) in in, in rewarding ways in retrospect um and then we paired it with 1961 the curse of the werewolf starring Mm -hmm. oliver reed yeah Um, well at least half the movie at least yeah (laughs) yeah, maybe maybe half the the last quarter (laughs) uh a a movie that uh kind of defied both of jamie and i's expectations wasn't uh as uh, it wasn't the Wolfman starring Oliver Reed, really, that we thought. It actually yeah. documented the the actual curse of the werewolf. Yeah, and how the title
2: was-, was spot on. I just <laughs> figured it would be more, yeah, and, uh, and, and-
0: Oliver Reed's curse. exactly exactly but it ended up being sort of an intergenerational document of how sort of like the beastly actions of man kind of get passed down through children and things like that Uh, which was really uh, cool movie in retrospect but while watching it we were like man yeah where is our our hot sweaty king Oliver Reed (laughs) uh, uh, fighting people and stuff Uh, exactly um, Oliver Reed obviously from the devils which is uh, one of the best films that Jamie and I have sort of discovered for ourselves making this It's kind of like, uh, the-
2: theatric performances are amazing. He's so oh, yeah. good at, uh, delivering.
0: Absolutely. So if you haven't heard that episode again, patreon.com slash podcast. That was last week's episode for patrons. Uh, but this week we've brought on a very special guest with us to talk. A uh, A couple uh, (laughs) movies. Some movies, for sure.
3: One of them. They technically technically count. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: They meet all the technical requirements of (laughs) motion picture, (laughs) I suppose. Yeah. Uh,
2: One of them is questionable even in that regard. But (laughs) that
0: that guest is uh, Donald borenstein did i get that name right donald
3: Bornstein, but you know what
0: what? it was 50 50 i was gonna yeah i I thought about it but all right (laughs) we got it right but you might know him better as at boring boringstein on twitter donald how are you doing
3: i'm i'm doing quite well um i'm you know i'm excited to be here i love the show and i i'm also uh fresh fresh off of watching one of these movies and still still like in the zone for this so i'm I'm excited you're amped up
0: all right donald well what two films let's not keep waiting too long what two films have you brought with you and uh why why do they pair together
3: so uh i figured that you know I, I wanted to focus on a, a, a genre that I, I don't particularly like too much, mm. um, which is not just zombie movies and not just video game movies, but video game zombie movies um, specifically <laughs> from so the early 2000s. Um, so it's it's
0: a, a very niche have, genre.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a meatier genre than you'd expect, if each, depending on how you want to define it, I guess. You know, two, maybe even three films. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got two of them right here. Yes. Yeah, this is a comprehensive review of the of the movement. Yeah. <laughs> so we have um, 2002. We have the you know popular TNT action hit um, uh, Resident Evil, uh, which you know is a mainstay of ba- of basic cable reruns. But more importantly, is one of the more notable video game adaptations yeah. because you know there are people who argue for its for its merits, and it was also pretty popular at the box office. Um, you know. It you know it was a kind of a big, a big big ish budget kind of thing you know that kind of like mid grade action movie but high still still relatively high concept you know
0: yeah well yeah. yeah and I mean it obviously spawned a, a franchise which yeah. lasted no, all the way until just last yeah year. we already
2: have like six movies something yeah. like that yeah,
0: yeah. It's, like I mean so it was it was and, it was a pretty uh you know a, a mid budget <laughs> phenomenon of yeah. Of actually popular movies that people, especially fans of the video game, didn't seem to
3: really like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is funny because it's, like, very committed to being part of the canon. Like, you know, we'll, we'll get into that later. Because the, yeah. the other movie, um, which is also, in a, its own way, equally committed to expanding on the universe of its video game, <laughs> arguably, uh, <laughs> is from a true auteur. Oh, uh, absolutely. One, you know, the 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 master of... You know, if like something. you know, <laughs> something. That's for <laughs> sure. He's Steal got some of uh, of of the best show. You know, uh, a, a tour of extreme cinema, one might say. Yes. Uh, but it's absolutely. Uh, so this is U- Uwe Boll's *The House of the Dead*, based on the popular arcade light gun shooting uh, series uh, *House of the Dead*, which is pretty already notorious for its uh, campiness, to say the least. Yes. Uh, and I and into which I have poured so many quarters because there was a there was a machine of it in a Rehoboth Beach that, you know, only was a quarter per play. So you could just get both guns and just kind of anyways. I OK, <laughs> so
0: you're actually familiar with the game, so you can oh, you can I'm, I'm, you can I'm you can f-
3: both game series as well.
0: Oh, cool. amazing. So That's you'll be able fun. to fill us in on on both <laughs> yeah. of those because I, I have not played bit. either video game at all. Yeah. I'm coming at this solely from a cinematic standpoint. Nice, nice.
2: <laughs> I know a little bit of. Uh, I played House of the Dead, not all the way through, but I've played it, you know, in the arcade up till when I got it, I died it, and it, ran out of quarters. Is there
0: a story in the arcade game? Maybe we should save this for the segment.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean House of the Dead's a lot more brief on story than like Resident Evil. Yeah. But yeah, we'll 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 get into it. Um <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll we'll bust into Resident Evil. I mean, uh yeah, deep so the lore with
3: these.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right. So we are talking video game zombie movies this week. Paul W.S. Anderson's Resident Evil and Uwe Boll's House of the Dead. So I think we're just going to jump right into it. We're going to talk Resident Evil. Let's do it. She isn't standing now.
2: Go! No one is immune. Resident Evil. You're all going to die down here. You're
0: in all right we are talking resident evil the 2002 video game action horror sci-fi everything yeah. film uh <laughs> written and directed by paul ws anderson a filmmaker we have already actually talked about you know when oh, we yeah, started like the show Kombat, i did right? not yeah. think that we were going to talk paul ws anderson as many times as we already <laughs> Yeah.
3: <have. laughs> no kidding but i'm we, surprised no one's brought well, uh event horizon on here well, too, which, event which horizon,
0: i have planned i want to do it yeah. with john carpenter's prince of darkness is what i'm thinking we're going to see how that goes. But Event Horizon would be the one because that's actually probably his best movie. You that's never what I've that heard. Yeah. I haven't the-
2: seen Event Horizon. No. Yeah, it's
0: it's, it's like, a, like a space chamber thriller. It's actually funny. It seems like they hired him to make Resident Evil because of – Oh, okay. uh, event Horizon, because he takes a lot of sort of similar formal techniques about the <laughs> yeah. sort of claustrophobic corporate chamber thriller yeah. and kind of builds it into this. Yeah, the kind
2: of technology look of everything. Yeah, sort of like and
0: we talked about him previously with Mortal and- Kombat, which we were actually impressed by because he actually went ham on like the set design and yeah. stuff like that. And even though know, that movie has its own faults. Uh, yeah. maybe as both a video game adaptation and, you know, maybe a piece of uh, fighting cinema, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. uh, there, there is some really interesting idiosyncratic work that he does in that film. Yeah. So it, it's kind of interesting that he's a very maligned filmmaker mm-hmm. and that we're kind of seeing some of his earlier stuff from the 90s and we're kind of like, there's interesting work being done here and maybe a way yeah. that a lot of people who hate him really don't acknowledge. What I think is
2: interesting too is with Mortal Kombat, it seems like he took the video game and he was kind mm-hmm. of like... Uh, you know, I want to stay as true to the the game as possible. We're including settings, characters, moves that they do. Like he went he, really. He ne- built
0: a whole prosthetic guy with six arms and right, giant abs. like he had
2: Goro. Like yeah. you know, <laughs> like that. Like you didn't think you would get to see Goro uh, at least as well uh, presented as it is in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, not in the. 90s, what I find interesting Jesus. in this movie, Resident Evil, is that he takes. You know, he doesn't go as strong with like. Uh, going with the lore of the actual you know game yeah. like i I,
3: all- I disagree actually i oh yeah I, I, I yeah he actually commits a surprising amount of detail like it there's like some efforts i mean like it gets a lot of things wrong about like you know the t-virus god i this is a bad start to my appearance getting getting real 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 granular about resident evil but, uh, <laughs> no
0: this is good but, this is good because you guys have both played them so i have no fucking yeah. clue what you're talking about <laughs> so like, i'd like it, to know it,
3: it like explicitly tries to tie this into the mythology. I mean, like it 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 doesn't. It sort of fucks it up, I think. But like, <laughs> it tries to. It like sets like basically the ending hook is a hook into the second game, and the and you know, you know one of the characters who dies is the ends up being the. Uh, the the game, but gamers were really pissed of, about the
0: game, right? Yeah. So he must have done some stuff that
3: was yeah. quite off base from yeah. the game. Oh yeah. Oh no, yeah. Like a lot of like in general the way the zombies like the T Virus zombies were and what the T virus was, I guess, yeah. kinda. So Well,
2: I also think that what I well, like what I was getting at was the Mortal Kombat, he had like the name, right? Mortal yeah. Kombat. Yeah. Then you go no, exactly. you see it. It's the video game. Everything is what it is. Resident Evil he takes and he- Hit the
0: reference checklist or whatever. Is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah.
2: like, uh, But with Mortal Kombat, he's true to everything. Like He's true to the aesthetic. He's true to the (laughs) setting. He's true to the characters. He's true to everything. With this is what I'm saying is that he's only true to like he uses the T-Virus. He uses Umbrella Corp. He uses, I think, maybe certain names and things like that. But I think what people were expecting going into this was the Resident Evil video game, the first one, which is based in a haunted house. And it's based mm-hmm. in, like, more of, like, cobwebs and secret trap doors and, and things like that. Right. So yeah. uh, I just found but it interesting when, that what he when did it with this was made the it into more like a techno goes, zombie movie, yeah. you know? And uh, yeah. I, I, at first that kind of... You know, I, I wasn't too crazy about it just because I really wanted to see the haunted house and all the traps <laughs> and like I like that stuff a little yeah. more than laboratories and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then as I rewatched this, I realized he was still doing things like he still had traps like the like the laser fence, the scene. laser yeah. stuff, right? Awesome, yeah. So it's kind of like he took what you know Resident Evil was doing, uh, how how the game was presented, and then he he just transferred it over to more of like a technological zombie thing instead of the old school haunted house vibe. But there's still traps, you know, there's still... Things like that. There's and, still yeah. monsters. Well, because, yeah, he, you
0: know. he still creates a, a, I would call it kind of like a like a cinematic, like, labyrinth. Like, like the, yeah. the set design, I think, again, and that's is, just a, is like a thing the, that Paul W.S. Anderson right. is really, really yeah. good at. Yeah, and that's at. just
2: like and the game. That, that la- is, it's, it's, it's like a labyrinth. It's very yeah. much, the house is huge, you get confused, it's, you know. Yeah, like, and, and, yeah. and it
0: seems like they consistently go deeper and deeper, and, right. and, and every time they go into a new room, like, the room doesn't look even remotely like the last room you were in. Like, it's yeah. like, like, you go from this, like, giant room filled with these, like, sort of, like, like, dilapidated tankers that are filled with genetic experiments, and they—it yeah. they, honestly reminds you of the uh, from Alien when they're in the room yeah. where the, with the little pods it's, that the the goo and the the little face huggers fly out of. For sure, um, I mean, and kind of
3: self, oh, yeah. kind of self plagiarized there on the on the you know riffing on Alien in two consecutive movies. I'd say, yeah, exactly, because of Horizon. This one really riffs on Alien, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, and yes. we can get into that later. But like the and the other thing, but the thing that was interesting to me about this is I ended up kind of. For better and for worse, like echoing what the series would turn into after this, too, became sure. a lot more actiony, a lot more like, That's you know, true. yeah, like reflected because I because this is the weird case where, unlike Mortal Kombat, where it was like trying to make something already popular into a movie, this wasn't. This was like a popular video game that wasn't like huge, and the movie made it bigger. In this case, because it was actually like you know like a pretty big box office hit. I think I remember correctly for its for what for its budget, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and yeah. It ended up
0: making like seventy or eighty million dollars or something like yeah. that, which is like a, a huge amount of money for these video <laughs> game movies that frequently bomb. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and even the franchise again went on to make six entries that were all fairly successful as well. Yeah. And what's fascinating is that he kind of went even further away from the video games as he went on. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen the sequels because I actually really I went, haven't actually. He, he's directed pretty much all of them except for I think one the second one
3: yeah he didn't do the second one apparently um,
0: but the uh, when you get to the fourth and the fifth one he's just stopped making Resident Evil movies and he's basically made like his own Matrix franchise with zombies <laughs> yeah and yeah. and it gets really abstract and really like like there's this giant bathroom set piece in in the fourth one where like there's a giant dude with like a giant scythe just like r- r- like it, it, it it's the laser Trap Room set piece, but like he's made these giant monsters, and you never explain where that guy come came from or who he was. He yeah. was just like a, a piece of the set. And again, he just kind of made a whole franchise uh out of these sort of bonkers, abstract, weird horror set pieces that yeah. kind of don't make any sense, from what I understand. In, in logic uh, yeah, I've heard the video from game. people
2: that have no, like really <laughs> focused on the plotting and stuff. Yeah, but by the last movie, he basically ripped out every bit of plotting that was ever in any movie and just kind of went. It, you know it's all changed now and like you know none of it really is consistent no so.
0: no no he, he he keeps doing like a new plot development like matrix style where like oh now she's a superhuman whatever and, and does she's he also lost do a- the thing where it's
2: like but did you know that even 20 years ago this actually happened yes. which now changed the presence that you know now yeah which means this first two movies weren't even a thing yeah. like that kind of yeah shit. and, and yeah. it's
0: all an excuse to like change the location where he gets like yeah. a giant like prison uh, uh sort of area in one of the films and then l- in later films it's just full-out matrix sci-fi action and it's just yeah. it's just it's pretty crazy to see that as he <laughs> got more money he just ignored the video mm. games more and more and yeah. made his own weirdo like uh event horizon action movie franchise yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I, honestly i respect it and no, I, 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 ac- I actually like quite a few of them more than you would uh than other people seem to but yeah. that's also again because i hate I have no affiliation with this branding in any way. I could understand why people who are like, I really love Resident Evil 4, I really wish they would make that a video game, and then they go and watch Resident Evil 4 the movie. (laughs) And it is is not that. And it's like, who the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. I think
2: that was the thing that kind of turned me off at first, was I was like just expecting a more grounded Resident Evil movie. And what it it made me feel like was he was kind of doing a baby (laughs) switch at first. I was like, you know, come to my Resident Evil movie. <laughs> 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 Fuck you!
3: It's not a Resident Evil movie. You know that. Yeah, kind it's of actually thing. a psychotic AI thriller. Yeah, sure exactly. That. exactly.
2: <laughs> so that kind of you know left a sour taste in my mouth. But you know, this rewatch really did kind of solidify uh, kind of what you were saying in, in sense of just like uh, you know, it's it's a it's a well done um, sci-fi horror movie with a lot of interesting ideas with its like entrapment moments and things like that. Like the fence scene is one of the best i i actually found that oh, to be yeah. incredibly well yeah intense.
0: And, and and speaking of which he's actually riffing on horror ideas in a way that say a john carpenter or romero would with this idea of sort of privatization and militarization right. And, right. and 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 kind of how it's its own sort of entrapping horror mechanism yeah, <laughs>
3: um, it's, yeah. It's, it's a pretty g it's, it's like it's, it's a pretty like gigantic you know amalgamation of like so many different, you know, horror tropes almost like it's like a little over the it's like a little uh, it's a, uh, to the point of always being like, OK, chill out a bit. But like, you know, <laughs> everything, everything from, you know, the Romero riffs to like, you know, feeling like alien to um, just just the way around. It, it, Wait, just, it, it just feels a like a little bit of the thing, too. Yeah, the yeah. There's thing with, you know, the infection, you know, when are they going to turn? Yeah. And, uh, and,
0: and the group under duress and like distrustful and people sort of like I, I do like that he's kind of put a bit of an I born identity thriller into it, too, where people yeah. are like trying to remember who they are and how yeah. they got there. And he kind of merges it into the corporation aspect where it's like the, the company, one of the main character played by Paul W. Sanderson's wife, who he very clearly loves and wants to show you every part of her. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Mila Jovovich. But she, she wants to, uh, sort of overthrow the company, which is performing this illegal genetic experimentation. Uh, but at the beginning of the film, she has her, her, her memory wiped and they've kind of stolen her, her agency from her and her individuality from her to make her sort of go along with this plan that they have. Yeah. um, and it's just you know it's it's really interesting to set up the umbrella corp obviously as this thing that's just this very dominating Company, I think they said it's a product yeah. of it is in nine in every ten homes. It yeah. like, computer at, it's computer technology, healthcare. It's Amazon. One it's of Amazon. my favorite things was yeah.
2: that it was like it's the number one uh, for healthcare, but also the number one for military. Yeah, military so it's and like, genetic we're experimentation for destruction <laughs> and keeping life. You know, yeah, like well, because it was
0: like unknown to the public that most of its profits come from military uh, development and right. genetic experimentation and viral weaponry specifically and things yeah. like this. And that's obviously what kind of sparks the the whole thing is that in a in a a really actually pretty evocative um opening sequence which i was surprised at how just genuine horror it is yeah um is the, really, the, really upsetting actually Yeah, the, the T virus breaking <laughs> breaking out and all of the sort of lab workers and even you know from the actual scientists to just sort of like the the coffee carriers yeah. are completely uh killed by from the point of view and I think Anderson does a really good job of using his camera to establish a kind of like uh disaffected like presence a corporate yeah, presence like say, the building itself yeah. is its own AI presence right who starts like, murdering everyone uh, one in the building right
2: a lot of yeah. the uh the, the shots are based out of like uh, like an actual security camera or something that's in the room with them
0: and yeah well stuff even, like even that. the opening shot it, it it's looking at a guy who's performing work on the virus yeah. but it kind of z- sort of it, it looks like it's dollying through a giant like void towards yeah. the shot yeah so it's kind of like it's showing you that these people are in a box that this thing has control over yeah and it's kind of watching you in this box And it's seeing what you're doing, and at any time it it can pull the plug on you. (laughs) Right, I was going to say,
2: like, it also makes the decision on, you know, it's like, oh, T virus is out. Uh, We have a lockdown, and all of you die. That's just it. There's no, you know, there's no. uh, Can we get a couple people out? Can whatever? It's just the AI system has it set up, so it's like, well, it's locked. Lock it up. Kill them all. Yeah, it it is
0: like real, genuine horror, and I think also that the, you know, the, the choice to kind of make it you know uh lots of sort of empty metallic hallways and corridors and sort of like concrete and lasers and this like really garish fluorescent lighting like really hammers home the look of this um uh of this sort of corporate world in a way yeah. and how sort of like uh in, in antiseptic it is almost in a way yeah um, yeah and it's it's just soulless in in, in its own way and it's cold it, yeah and yeah,
3: it, it, it's it's a very cold it's a very cold movie in general but like yeah. it's just really it, it, there is something that feels like it and actually I I was really impressed with how well it conveys like I guess like how this kind of nightmarish you know experimentation work can just be dressed up in this sort of corporate drab colors you know it's like a day job almost
0: yeah. Yeah. All yeah. these people are just kind of having you know, go into the office and such and meanwhile yeah, they you are You spilled
2: my
3: coffee
0: and all uh, that. Oh, you know? I spilled the virus. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
3: Which one thing Monday. one thing I do I do love about this movie and it's like it's it's an element of this movie that's actively bad. It's like the, the, the all the voice delivery at first like I was like unsure, like is is he doing a thing where it's like he's riffing on the fact that these games have notoriously bad voice acting? Um <laughs> That's very true you know yeah. Like from everything, from like that notorious clip of like the, uh you know, I'm the master of unlocking, or you know, it's yeah. like, uh but like, and I was like, I'm I'm convinced after the whole movie, like, and how it sustained itself, and like the specific like woodennesses, I kind of think that was like purposeful direction to like, yeah, yeah, let's make it sound exactly like that, you know, it's, it's, it's which I it's think is, is
0: it is unnatural, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, a very a very funny and like outright antagonistic decision that I, I got to respect <laughs> 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 yeah. well,
0: for, for, for me, the weakest part is when it turns into action when it becomes oh, yeah. an action movie sure when yeah it, no, when when all of a sudden it drops the horror and it has like mila jovovich like bullet time jump in the air and like kick a dog and it's stuff that i like yeah but yeah it's i just, still
2: enjoyed it it's just yeah.
0: it, for me it's it's the weakest stuff and it's the stuff I that is loved dated it to the most be more quickly.
2: based in like the traps and and yeah. more things yeah. like that where it's like the ai is almost trying to i mean have zombies it's a resident evil movie you got to do that <laughs> well but, just yeah.
0: j- just think of the difference between like mila jovovich like jumping in the air and kicking the zombie dog versus like the set piece with the lasers which is just right. like a genuine
3: horror set piece yeah, yeah. So and, yeah. and oh my god the, um the, are, are we allowed to spoil things in this yeah yeah, yeah go absolutely ahead. okay so i mean just just that the laser set piece it's it, 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 it's clear where the budgetary limitations were on it but like it was just genuinely horrifying just yeah. watching these like slowly escalating series of these people getting sliced up and then like like literally just like a series of cubes for the last guy like you yeah. know it was just,
2: yeah well and, and, and I the, thought it was pretty well done well, like the CGI yeah. later on's a little wonky Yeah, but this well, because, scene was oh, yeah, particularly
0: is. <laughs> really good he, he very strategically films it in a way where he doesn't show you his limitations yeah until yeah, exactly. he really shows you his limitations with the yeah. giant genetic creatures and you're like yeah. uh. you're like damn bro but but like, like the laser set piece um, in the same way that that girl who gets her head crushed in the elevator oh yeah uh, which is which oh. is a really horrifying just the way oh. that he shoots and, and edits it and the way that he has a, an actual sense of this is what I I think we're going to get into a lot when we get into House of the Dead because House of the Dead has action sort of set pieces too yeah. and the difference oh, yeah. is that Anderson has a sense of of timing and visual <laughs> construction yeah. so like you you actually do get a suspense out of oh shit the wires come below it got his legs yeah. and then the one guy
2: you can understand step by step Well yeah, and
0: you can understand the logic of both the visual construction of the scene and the character decisions yeah. so when the, when the it starts coming again and the guy goes to jump over it and then it moves up into the middle and slices him in half yeah, it's like you feel that you're like, oh, dude, he jumped. Yeah, like, like that's cheating, man. He did what he was
2: supposed to do. I <laughs> yeah. played video games. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can't like,
3: just you can't just change the line. <laughs> which, yeah, which is which is now like, you know, hearing you say that out loud, like I I really I really like that that twist on on the video game logic there. That's really yeah. and like he's he's yeah. proven like this is something he thinks through. Like, you know, this is not this is not supp- I think supplanting motive onto something that was just whatever you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, like he, he actually does care about visual construction and how the set pieces yeah. end up working. And especially it's it's really sad when the guy who is obviously the best and even gets over the really, really high laser yeah. line that's coming across the sort of like mirror light hallway. Uh, yeah, like which is obviously it's a gorgeous the roof too. And yeah, he grabs onto that, the, and the his roof. Knife gets and then the in last half. one comes up and it does the sort of like fishnet style. Yeah, yeah.
2: And you're like, and I love how it's like, okay, I got it. I got it. And then it changes into the fishnet thing. And he just goes, fuck. Oh,
0: yeah. Or, or fuck.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think he kind of accepts like the death coming now. Um, I mean, it's horrifying,
0: but yeah. just yeah. that,
2: that timing actually does have a little bit of comedic edge. to yeah, it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we, we got to talk a little bit about the music the very like yeah. techno new metal this is this is a time period and I do think that yeah, if this, it's just riddled with it eh? I, I think if this it's, movie it's but, such a time capsule for the early 2000s but it, I think sure. if this movie was made in any other time period people would respect it a little bit
3: more no it would, it would I think like a lot of what's hang-ups are simply the early 2000s aesthetic which is a nightmare exactly um, <laughs> yeah. like I, I, it I is, just went on it a, is the worst period like, from like the 1997 <laughs> really to like it really 2006 it's like <laughs> <is> <laughs> aesthetically the worst period in the history of time I'm I'm right there with
0: you I just went on another podcast uh, and talked about Bride of Chucky which was like I think 2002 or 2003 And uh, the one one note I had about it because I watched all the Chucky films or the Child's Play films leading up to Bride of Chucky is that they're a lot of fun. And you can see – but you can see the aesthetic difference happen because those movies came out over the 90s to the early 2000s. And if you look at Child's Play 1989 and you look at Bride of Chucky, you will see – what the nineties did to people in terms of music sense, in terms of fashion sense, in terms of what aesthetic was visually pleasing in terms of camera then, work, like how that transfers over to filmmaking. Yeah. And, and I think that like, it is just hands down one of the like most garish periods oh, yeah, and man. the most ghastly looking, uh, they 100%. had no visual sensibility. of any kind. This winning. is what
3: happens when you get rid of the Soviet union. Yeah. You know, just... <laughs> they yeah, like, should have kept yeah. them going. Like, you know, now now now, you just let them be dumb, uh, you know. This is this is what this the is free what, market creates. Yeah, in this, terms this is where
0: freedom gets you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. You you really went for it, guys. <laughs> but I gotta say the, 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 the when, when they also move in because it also affected the music this is all techno and like early it's, new metal stuff that's happening it's, in yeah, this, too yeah it's all, it's all
3: like it's all you fused know together too you, you know that you know you know the um what's it called uh, lasagna cat videos on YouTube I think so yeah okay oh my, they're, oh, oh they're my, they're my favorite things I could <laughs> I could do an entire discussion of that for like hours um I, I consider them to be like genuine art um anyways though they're like it's, it's the whole conceit of these videos is like it's like recreations of Garfield strips and bizarres. One of them is like all slow motion action kicking uh, set to like, I think, like Firestarter. Is that the Chemical Brothers? Oh, I yeah. Guess? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. These are all like soundtracks where like they couldn't afford to get the Chemical Brothers or Fatboy Slim. So they had like some kind of like they found someone on Craigslist or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> to make like, you know, like. Techno, I, no, I guess I guess this was a, this was actually probably a unionized job, so they got they paid someone a proper wage to make <laughs> knockoff techno and
0: yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah and, and, and that's just it is that oh, good I, for them yeah. like <laughs> like when all of a sudden this moves from like this 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 horror of privatization and these very antiseptic locations and concretes and lasers and all of the, and yeah. and monitors and and things like this and and it, it's genuinely horrifying and even even the the zombies look pretty good I kind of wish there was more blood. When they yeah. were shooting them and stuff, but but again, he still finds ways to get around that and get some of uh, the images, like when they go into the uh, under even further into the hive, and it's kind of like a weird sewer that's filled with all of these zombies and stuff like that right. too, and all the hands reaching out, like like he does good with his references on on previous zombie films and previous horror yeah. films, um, and actually using them for his own purpose. But I, again, I he, I, again, as soon as the new metal comes in, oh and Vila Jovovich is like doing bullet time with and yeah, like sh- and like the the, uh, you know short, this is always shortly after The Matrix came out and made that such yeah. a huge thing yeah, made yeah. it a
3: requirement to make an action which film. we'll later also see in UE Bull. just oh, loves it yeah we <laughs> will, will
0: well and here's here's the thing about that is it's very clear to me that House of the Dead was greenlit on Resident Evil's popularity oh, oh, oh well, yeah yeah
3: House of the Good Dead was clearly shot edited and released in this band between Resident <laughs> Evil's trailer coming out <laughs> <laughs> and, and his release date yeah, like well you know said. <laughs> uh it was it was a rush job I am near certain. <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. I can I can I'll, I'll pull up the IMDB on that once we switch gears to make <laughs> yeah. it, that's true. One thing but, I do like
2: what they did but, with uh kind of the sewer scene too is they did a lot he did a lot of uh kind of bait and switch where he th- where you think that a bunch of characters die from the horde and oh, then yeah. they yeah. show up again and then they have it, they ha- He has a lot of that, actually, a couple times where yeah. he kind of sets it up like, oh, they just died. And then he sets it up where it, 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 it hasn't happened. Yeah. And no- most of the time that can kind of piss me off a little <laughs> bit depending on how he edits You're it. Like, but stop teasing well. me, bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> but he did it really well and made me kind of genuinely care about the characters. And, and here's
3: where I'm going to digress from it. I think – I don't think the action is as bad as I expected. Oh, no. I I'll actually, agree with that. Oh, yeah. I, I think – I think he's he, he still got such a good eye that even though it yeah. feels very forced in, it's like enjoyable. You yeah, know? It, yeah.
0: It, it's just I think that stuff has just dated more quickly than anything else in the movie. Oh for yeah, sure. oh yeah. It, even it's even though it's not a big deal for me, as like
3: a campy, a campy enjoyment. Yeah, which exactly. is like what, which is what most of this movie is. Like, it is a very yeah. fun campy action film, which is a perfectly good and legitimate film to make.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and just the fact that you know, even just having a minor. Uh, like having someone who at least minorly cares in the yeah. space and the movement of the camera. And like yeah. it shows so much <laughs> yeah. and it makes your movie last so much longer when you just have someone who actually gives a shit about that stuff. Or even yep. again, some of the, the, the set design, I love the bit when they're walking through the lab after oh, yeah. we, we saw the carnage of the lab, but we didn't actually get to see the aftermath of it. Mm-hmm. And they're walking through and all the labs are filled with like this piss yellow water and oh, they have yeah. corpses floating around in them and stuff like that from the people that you just saw. So it, and again, it's just like it, they look like these giant yellow tubes. It reminded me of actually uh, the black cat. Remember oh, okay. that 30s horror one that we did where the guy keeps the the, people. the, the woman's bodies in the glass cabinets and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's kind of what it reminded me of. And and I mean, the fact that it even reminded me of that.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, there, it, it's got some legitimately great things. It's also got some very clunky things, I think, in its effort to. I think you know well placed effort to emulate the feel of the video games like yeah yeah a lot yeah. of it's like feels like setting up missions like you have <laughs> yeah. those like you know very bad CGI maps and heads up displays that like they're cool <laughs> yeah. for conveying information but oh my god like you're playing just, like, Call of Duty like the opening menu you can't, you can't menu. take yeah. it seriously <laughs> like there's like it's, 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 it's like one it's like one uh, you know one bit, like in the, in the intro, where it's like you know, it's identifying all these people through like facial scans. And it's like, wow, well, you know, it is like the me- it's like the mechanics of a video game. Yes, I guess more Metroid Prime than Resident Evil, but like you know, it's <laughs> yeah. it's like it, 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 I, I get what it's going for. It just doesn't work though. It's just real goofy, <laughs> right. which I love, but like it's, it doesn't make it good. It's,
2: yeah, <laughs> I, that's the thing. It's like a lot of the not a lot of it, but I would say like I don't know half of it comes off a little like goofy and I don't know if that's his intent. Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah. kind of where it gets a little wonky for me. Well, yeah. Like- and,
0: and see, for me, it, it's hard to tell whether that's his fault or whether that's the two thousands, yeah. like everything <laughs> yeah. from that, that and wasn't like-, like specifically not doing the house style of whatever that time period was. Yeah. Uh, yeah just they're, being they're, awful. Like the, you know, like the they're metallic they're just lighting just and like, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, just <laughs> bone chilling. Yeah. <laughs> that that I I itself is
2: horrifying. Yeah. It's more horrifying than the actual horror.
3: It's it's enough of, like, a sudden shift that it, it wouldn't be surprised if, like, some of it was notes. I don't know. But, like, it's, you know. Yeah. It, it's just amazing
0: like, to see a scene that, like, reminds you of all of the worst of that. And then to see, like, this very, like, symmetrically flame, framed, like, really well-lit, like, corridor and chamber and stuff like that. That yeah. he's, he's sort of trained you to... You know, know that the corporate presence is watching you while you're moving through it. So, like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff that he builds that's really, really well done, and then you see, you know, a bit that is so dated that you're like, oh yeah, no. like, damn
2: it, uh, <laughs> you're <were> close, Wes,
0: <laughs> so close. Oh man, uh, I think we might uh, angle towards the reductive rating round on sure. this one. But Should that- we uh,
2: just before we do? I th- I think you were mentioning it, Donald. It was uh, at the end they do a, a slight reference to setting up for like Resident Evil Two, I believe, <laughs> yeah, getting like, so into the-
3: Raccoon City. Yeah, the game yeah. Resident Evil 2. So it seems like it's right. set like a, you know, the, yeah, in a legitimately also horrific ending. I have to say, Um mm-hmm. like I, 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 it, you know, when you have Mila Jovovich, you know, oh yeah, where they finally to, escape
0: back up to the house. Yeah, you're it, saying? they
3: escape from the house, you know, and like one, and she's trying to get the the, you know, vaccination ready for the other guy who ends up being, but they get you know detained by Umbrella. The other guy gets. <laughs> Gets taken off to become the, you know, nemesis. That'll be like a villain in the third game. Yeah. Yeah. and like you know like a terrifying super soldier or whatever which, like which by tri- the
0: way they do that in the second movie yeah, if you yeah, haven't seen the it. second yeah. movie
3: he's like the okay, big yeah. purple weird big guy right? Yeah, which, but, would, yeah. which, which he, actually is canonical because like the second and third movie happen at the same time he looks like he looks oh, okay. like a, looks like a, a monster
0: it. from a Gears of War game
3: yeah, yeah. where yeah.
0: he's just like really really massive and you're just kind of like hmm I don't know that body type doesn't make
3: sense where did you come from who are you as a
2: human like, yeah. where are you working out tell me about
3: it what's your routine bro wasn't that ripped like he's, he's like he's kind of like a like a beetle o'rourke looking guy you know it's <laughs> just like big like big motherfucker that kind of thing tall yeah like yeah. you know he's just, it was just, just just like yeah he's just like it's just kind of like a interchangeable guy who failed out of playing in a punk band and decided to yeah playing.
2: yeah that's um, something i found interesting just, at the end was that Wes was kind of like all right now let's let's wrap up a few things and throw some references from the video game at yeah, you guys. Cause I forgot to do that my first hour and 15 it's, it's minutes of my course. movie. <laughs> but
3: the, the good part of it is when you like, it's like meal, it's, it's a little like having her be like, you know, naked is a little like exploitative, but like waking up, you know, in this like hospital facility, like with tubes coming out of her. Yeah, like, I agree. You know, but I also oh, felt yeah, like and, it was and, kind and, of and, very and vulnerable repeats. for
2: her. Like it oh, was yeah. like, she, she was put in that situation by the, by the, the people, oh, yeah, the corporation. Oh yeah, exactly. And I mean, so, it and true. it was shot like that. Like I felt really like bad, like she was frail and like, like think, it you it know, so. shot like that's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah, it's like,
3: we, I, we, I, we were, I think we were like part, you know, making fun of the fact that her introduction is a pretty gross shot, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah other than that I don't
0: know if open, they were married before like, this movie started or if he fell in love with her while shooting the movie <laughs> yeah. it's hard to, tell. It's hard to, I to tell i get it though i get it though paul i, yeah. I understand um, but i also love that that, that shot also repeats the sh- the opening shot where it sort of zooms out of the sort of shot where it looks like uh the the guy experimenting in the lab is in like this little box that like paul w.s. anderson himself has put yeah. him into yeah. it sort of moves back and reveals the uh the sort of two-sided mirror that they're watching her yeah, from that's a good point. sort of yeah. establishing that that sort of like uh disaffected uh corporate presence once again just at the finale before mm. she obviously uh Escapes. makes her way out because it sounds like again they must have fucked up in that laboratory because no one's there yeah uh and it's made its way outside so there's no one to stop her from going making her way outside yep picks up a shotgun ch- ch- it and she's ready to go we're we're ready to go techno
2: music or something credits (laughs) yeah so
0: let's enter the reductive rating round but this is also the part where it's also closing statements so if you have any other last points you want to make or scenes that you want to address this is the part to do it for me this is pretty damn high three uh, yeah. I I three out of five. I've, by the I've, way, uh, yeah, Donald. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've been pretty close to fouring this almost every time I've watched it, just because I nice. I really want to. <laughs> yeah, there's so much <laughs> stuff that I like about it, and so much stuff. It's like that
2: I, it's like you see the things he could have done to get you to that four. Yeah, and, yeah. and
0: I see that there's so much that's actually successful in it, but also sure. I'm like. A lot of this is also from Event Horizon, which doesn't uh, have any of the bad stuff that <laughs> I, or, or the stuff that I think is more and has Sam Neill and has Sam Neill. So, yeah. you know, it's it's a, but this has Michelle Rodriguez. So, you know, it's yeah, just, true. There's, there's a compromise. And she, and she, she's great. This. There.
2: Yeah, she's great. What, uh, what, it's funny. Michelle Rodriguez seems to, like, act with her eyes up all the time yeah. <laughs> like she's trying to do the dead eye thing from the undertaker yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's great but i have always noticed that and like everything she's done yeah i such a badass true.
0: but when when this isn't being a kind of sort of like dated action sci-fi thing that's very clearly you know uh, inspired by negatively in in, a, in the way that only the matrix could have inspired everybody <laughs> yeah. when yeah. it's not doing that it's like a, a really, uh, well visually constructed, very suspenseful, good use of tension, uh, and, and escalating set pieces using video game logic well, uh, and it's about a hyper corporate, uh, hellscape slash labyrinth yeah. of, of just death traps. Uh, it's kind of like saw <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, very specifically, uh, about privatization and militarization, um, and a, how, uh, those sort of institutions can remove your own agency and memories and, yeah. and, and, and use you and abuse you. Um, so for, for me, you know, I just got, I honestly got the most out of this when there was like just a steady dolly shot moving through a sort of like blue glowing elevator, like yeah, in that opening yeah. scene or like, you know, like. And, and again, I, I think that it, it takes a lot of skill and a lot of effort to really get you terrified of something as simple as a metallic corridor, um, just yeah. because y- he's established for your own brain that there is this weird disaffected corporate presence that's watching you at, at any moment could mm-hmm. activate a death trap on you for disobeying it. <laughs> yeah. And, you're, and that, that just really gets under my skin uh, personally. So uh, it's really well done in, in that aspect. And that is quite a lot of the movie. And it only really suffers for me when we get into like the giant genetic creature, yeah, like <laughs> roaming around. And then there's like a shot on the TV of him, like staring into the camera, doing like the venom face. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know that I needed this part, yeah. even though I do also yeah. get my own sort of campy enjoyment out of it, yeah, sure. yeah, definitely.
2: Um, yeah, thousand
0: CG, man, you gotta just, love it, it's the best.
2: <laughs> Um, yeah I'm gonna give it a three as well uh, this is coming from like a two to a three which is cool yeah cause you upgraded cause, I, it. cause I last just, time
0: you watched it yeah, yeah. I
2: just I, I wanted the I still do kind of want the haunted house you know I would like the the soldiers still <laughs> you and, want like a, a, a more uh, yeah. uh,
0: faithful Resident Evil yeah, haunted house yeah. adaptation
2: and uh, although but but that being said now that I I go back into this and I see what he was doing you know he still kind of has like the trap set up he still has that uh, uh, kind of Th- this overlooking mystery that you don't quite know what's going on, but you know, there's a bigger picture to yeah, it's everything. It's an identity thriller. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, uh, so, so that aspect I really enjoyed. Um, and it, there's still a lot of enjoyment to be had out of some of the, the horror, the, the, once again, the laser fence scene is fantastic. It's oh, yeah. very tense, very well done. I love that
0: set too with the, the yeah. mirror hallways yeah. on both sides with the like weird lighting and stuff like yeah, that. Absolutely. So, uh,
2: yeah. so yeah, I'm glad to, be able to say I did like it more this time, and I'm gonna give it a a three this time
3: for you, Donald. Yeah, I'm 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 I'm. I think I'm with both of y'all on this. Like I'm giving it a high three as well. I think nice. Um, like you know, it doesn't. It's for me. Like I think the thing that I, I more than anything aside from all the you know you know the idea, it's like you know it's of, of all its reference points. It also I think passes the smell test of like. Being a you know exactly what it wants to be, which is just a solid you know action movie to have on in the background as you you know smoke weed and eat cereal, which is exactly <laughs> what I did this morning. Absolutely. As and, and, um, well you know, it, said, it was, sir. It was it was, and it, I I think it's broadly in, it was like it's it, like I think it does a good job of like conveying its world, you know, you know, you know, as like somebody like you know very leanly. Like I think if this came out like you know ten years later with effectively most of the same parts and just like swap out the parts that were done by separate units, basically, like, you know, graphics and everything like that, it would have been like much more warmly received, I think, because, you know, it's like, it's very lean in the way, like, something like The Raid is lean. It, like, there is, like, no time wasted on anything but going forward um, Mm -hmm. with this. And it's, I, I, you know, I think there's a greater appreciation for that. And, again, it is this, like, weird dual thing where, like, some of it's legitimately good filmmaking and some of it's very campy. And that's kind of like, so it, it, it's it's kind of weird to find a film that fits both um, both <laughs> of those appetites at once. Actually, yeah, because
0: we're we're about to move on to let's say campy <laughs> with, with absolute masterwork with absolutely incomprehensible filmmaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. A, that's really part of the <laughs> film watching is it's just like watching the decisions being made by Yubi e Bull and and asking yourself.
0: Why? I, I got to say, as someone <laughs> as someone who studied editing, like I got hives like, yeah. watching the movie. Oh, no.
3: as, <laughs> as someone as someone who like allegedly is prof- a professional at this, I mean the jury is very out on that. But yeah. it's um, you know it's 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 really. I, I, I got to respect it in the sense that he did not give a shit what anyone else thought or said to him at any time. Absolutely. There was
0: definitely a professional <laughs> on set that was like, you sure you want to shoot it like that? Like, like, you're goddamn right, I do. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee you Clint Howard was like walking off, walking up from there and like being like, are you sure you want to frame it like this, buddy? You know, like I, I you know, Roddy's like, you know, he, I don't I don't think he'd do it this way. <laughs> oh man we're already getting into it we
2: should all try. right all right so Let's that was that House was in the jet.
0: that was three across the board for resident evil from from all of us but again <laughs> uh i think that that movie actually uh is is pretty uh critically reviled so it's a little shocked about that
3: i pulled the rotten tomatoes for it um yeah wh- what was it 34 percent. it absolutely just Jesus. gets yeah that's um, low. you know pillried, although it's got a yeah. solid like 67 in terms of audience liking it you know Which I think I I I
2: found that it has like a really strong cult following. I I have found that. Yeah, well, because I I know a couple of my buddies really like it.
0: Honestly, honestly, what I think that is is it was an initial, uh, an initial people reviled it for a lot of those reasons yeah and i think again it's just anderson actually is a decent filmmaker yeah and like that stuff sometimes does stand the test of time yeah you watch something think, later and you're just like man you actually see that someone put effort into the camera work
3: and, yeah. and it, it into comes, the sets so comes down to reference point too i mean like i guess for us you know there has to be the admitted bias of cu- drawing on this as a point of cultural awareness yeah. right even, even, like even if you're not like you know like super aware. Of it. Like I watched with my girlfriend. Had, like she like you know was aware of them and like and she's like you know familiar with. It. I think our generation is a lot more you know was sort of like already sort of ready for like this kind of thing. And, like, I guess for older critics, it might have, like, I, I I know this sounds like the dumbest, like, oh, the oldies don't get it. But like, I just think it's, like, a, a different, like, you know, frame of mind approaching this. Like, because the logic is, like, very much structured like a video game, yeah. um it just seems much more incoherent to someone who isn't used to that logic, like, that structure,
0: yeah. which is
3: really very, you know, esoteric. Well, so
0: if you ever get into the sequels, I, I can recommend especially 4 and 5, and even for its own reasons three which is <laughs> not directed by paul ws anderson but jamie you'll be c- glad to hear this oh uh it was directed by uh russell uh Mul- Mulcahy, the guy who we talked about who did shit what was that movie about the giant boar oh, the australian um, outback movie yeah oh man for, i can't even think about it for right some now. reason i can't remember the title i'm gonna get it here in two seconds razorback he, razorback, razorback. And, and he also did highlander <laughs>
2: Oh, okay. oh okay. So, I'd be into that. so like okay. a, an
0: eighties trash, uh, Australian filmmaker took over resident evil three and he kind of made like his own, like Mad Max out of it. And believe it or not, I like it more than, uh, like Thunderdome. Oh, <laughs> so, I would love I, 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 watch that, to watch like. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it, 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 they, they get, they get pretty interesting as they get, in, get into the sequels and they basically divorce themselves even more from the video game. And it just <laughs> let me able to push that even further to the side. Yeah. And, just get into the visual <laughs> abstraction that W.S. Anderson was interested, in, especially as they increasingly gave him bigger budgets. Like yeah. I think eventually he was at 60 and $80 million budgets. So Jesus. you're just like, it it, it, it looks Inc- better. That's, that's good. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but I think that'll wrap it up for resident yeah. evil. We're going to be right back and we're going to be talking. Ewey Bowles house of the dead. I'm excited. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Is that you Matt?
2: is to send them all
1: back to the house of the dead i've been waiting for you for a long time Definitely
0: there were a couple lines in here that did that for me though Couple yeah, lines in here. A, uh, there's there's a couple line readings in here that like blew blew my mind. Like right. the, the one guy is like, uh, uh, who's the guy with the Tom Cruise smile and the Rain Man brain? Wait. <laughs> and then and then, the, and then the girls like that's actually the number one uh, underwear model in America. And then his response is, oh, congratulations. <laughs> And I was like Got somebody it. wrote that. Like are you what? Yeah. <laughs> and that's Sorry, the are, end of that conversation. Are we in it? <laughs> Should we just go? <laughs> are, are we are we are we like Yeah, we're in, we're in it. We're in it. We're <laughs> talking <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 dead. 2003, one year after Resident Evil, very clearly greenlit off the success of Resident Evil at the box office, or uh, the the sort of near success that the hype that it gathered around its trailer, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it came out very quickly, but who knows? Maybe he shot this in a week. It's y- you can't tell. Uh,
3: uh, I, I, I I well, I'll consult I DB on that later. My guess is like maybe two to three weeks at most. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: hundred percent. But this is directed by the uh, l- legendary Ilie uh a a German uh, director <laughs> who came over to uh, to to America to uh, write and produce all kinds of uh, video game. Horror and action schlock direct-to-video style. That where did you say? Were on, well,
3: they were actually more. He, he he didn't come over here initially because they were mostly made in Europe at first. Because his films infamously were like basically a tax scam. Oh really?
1: Oh,
0: Even better. <laughs> oh, you didn't know, you didn't no, know this part? No. G- give it to us. T- give us the okay. History.
3: <laughs> so I got this a, is I got my first Uwe Boll film. One. Yeah, me so. too. So it, oh my god, Uwe Bowl is a uh, is a lot. So,
0: so he started out making German he, films first. He started
3: making German films like using arts funding that he um that he what's it called? Um basically supplemented like small amounts of his own funding with like giant like matching funding from German arts funding, which is like an, a good to be clear, an objectively good thing. Um and you know, it could be argued that maybe or maybe not he was just trying to take advantage of it for a quick cash turnaround producer style <laughs> or not. Um Or maybe this really truly is his vision and version of directing. Before, (laughs) I like to think it is. But you know, here's the thing: I now just think he is a truly delusional person (laughs) because they exist. And oh man, they're visionaries. And Uwe Bol, say what you will about his films, and say what you will the fact that his um. uh, is is fine that the German government finally closed the loopholes in the tax laws that allowed him to make these films in <laughs> two thousand six, and then he immediately switched over to crowdfunding all of his films. <laughs> oh man, I like this guy. <laughs> There's something about like just
2: <laughs> pushing forward and keep going no matter what that I respect, even if it's yeah utter garbage. And maybe if the initial thought was to you know evade taxes, but <laughs> but. He still yeah. kept going, so I mean, sh- there must have been some so he, passion. He,
0: he, he got paid, <laughs> and he didn't really care about the quality of the movie as long as he got paid. Or, uh, <laughs> and, he,
3: and I think I'm sure he likes through. what he made. It was I, like he's so consistently he does it and does not care. That I think he just he he must earnestly enjoy the films he makes. And good for him, I guess. Well, he, he, yeah, he,
0: he, he got to make one with Jason Statham, right? So there, yeah, yeah and, and, and it had
3: like a
2: sixty then, million dollar budget, I think. Holy shit! Or something like that, I was shocked. I gotta, I gotta watch it. Like I'm like, you yeah. give Yui Bowl like fifty million dollars. That's gonna be art. It's gonna I mean, be art.
3: I mean, he's 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 like he's like the neckbeard version of like you know Tommy Wiseau basically. Yeah,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nailed it. Well, um, House of Anyways. The Dead. Here's his movie. <laughs> <of the laughs> <Dead. laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so it's it's set on an island. Yeah. off 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 some sort of coast of somewhere yeah, yeah. where there's where there's a Sega sponsored techno <laughs> rave party happening yeah oh yeah that that a bunch of college kids want to go to and and the movie starts with the but you're wondering how I got here. Kind of like yeah. voiceover a little bit. Yeah. And I also
2: love how he starts by saying everybody dies. Yeah. He yeah. just tells you straight up. He's like, by the way, every character you're about to see, they're going to die by the end.
0: But, but let's it, take it, away it's that also tension. That, that <laughs> classic, like film school narration where like someone watched like a, uh, uh, like a Scorsese Goodfellas type thing. Yeah, they yeah, narration, yeah, yeah. And they were like, I can write narration. And then the inner thoughts of this guy are just like, Man, it all started when I went to this fucking rave, dude. Right. Like it's like some yeah. guy falling
2: or crashing and then it pauses and they go, You're probably wondering why I got here or how I got but here. But
0: even the way that the guy like delivers the narration, it's always like that's Alicia. She's my ex. But uh, she, she's into him. But I'm into her. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's he's like,
2: actually trying to be
3: cool in a way. It's like, weird. Have some yeah.
0: style. Like, oh, I know. It's, it's, it's really,
3: truly a shame they could not get any Baldwins for this movie because they're a perfect fit oh, for dude, it. Oh, dude, Billy Baldwin yeah. would have nailed it. Oh, oh my God. Would
0: have nailed it. And and even the the freeze frames that go into like a, like a sepia
3: tone and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, are you talking about the death scenes where they literally have spinning oh, yeah.
3: character models that die? No, that's oh, incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. No, no. But my favorite aesthetic. I mean, whereas Resident Evil, I guess, tried somewhat to integrate the video game into it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, way Bowl decided to make the subtext text <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by, uh, he literally just in, puts in the video game. <laughs> random stills or, and, and, and like small motion, like videos from the arcade game, not just when they're like deaths and attacks, but just like as random interstitials sprinkled between scenes. Like yeah, I don't like know how, he how also transition. transitions. Yeah. yeah exactly. I was going to say
2: it's how he transitions. Like, into like the next at the opening scene.
3: of the film, like in the opening, like, when they're on their way to the Island, they're like on this ship where they've like avoided the police to, Go to this for like a routine inspection, so the guy from Das Boot can drive, and Clint Howard can drive them to this island. Um, that was a sentence. Uh, anyways, they um, yeah. Also, also. It just cuts the, the, from like a a a, a a a like a generic like establishing shot of the of that to like three seconds of like a video game zombie lumbering and like that like screeching bite sound, <laughs> and then like just people talking. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, and and, and he he tries to use them as like the ominous like locals telling them about death, and then the the one dude's just like that's Spanish for death, by the way, in case you don't speak Mexican or whatever. And you're just (laughs) like, who wrote this movie? It it should should be noted
3: that oh, it wasn't. is like repugnant is worth noting like he's you know, oh, yeah this movie like is like really leering and gross in so many ways Oh, oh yeah, yeah like yeah. they if have that gonna, scene
2: with the blonde and she's topless for, b- because yes. like well Be- because
0: because the guy who got sick and shirt, vomited on but her but the
2: fact that she's just having a normal conversation with this stranger while she's topless and completely just like oh what you want a better look it's just yeah. like really <laughs> cheesy like almost porn shit it's
1: <laughs>
0: <Like, Yeah>. almost <laughs> porn dialogue yeah. at times uh, and, and, and even <laughs> sub there, porn there dialogue a, when they o- actually,
3: porn is more coherent you know What's that. Sorry. porn is more coherent he has this basic story structure oh yeah
0: well I was gonna say it gets even more incoherent than porn when they get into actual <laughs> uh, sexual relations when the God. one guy they go into the tent <laughs> he, he takes more the romance
3: and hardcore porn yeah he, <laughs> no no okay, okay. I, I'm convinced he was like kissing her belly button yeah, he was. He was. It was, was like it looked like he was trying to go down on her, but he was like kissing her belly button. Yeah, well, and
0: and the line of dialogue that he says when he takes her into the tent is, "We're gonna do the humpity bumpity, baby." <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the thing. This movie is like I don't know whether it's trying to be funny or if it thinks it's cool. You I, know what I, I mean? <laughs> like, like does he think that that line is like smooth and suave and whatever, or does he? <laughs> understand the irony in it like it's it's bizarre the
3: tone is just insane yeah Yeah. you can't tell i I would be convinced it was one it was irony for a while and then all of a sudden like you have anything resembling action it's like oh man no this dude loves this yeah yeah, exactly (laughs)
2: like it's it's absolutely mind-blowing to hear some of the the dialogue and the way that he you know films the the character it legitimately feels like he thinks he's making the most badass james bond like action hero right now you know it's, <laughs> which
3: is, it's just bizarre. which is funny because like resident evil but maybe less intentionally it's kind of a slow burn yeah, yeah it takes a while. you're right
2: it takes yeah. like 45 minutes for the action to really kind of
0: start going Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of character yeah we'll Quote say I got, I got quotes doing there i don't know i don't <laughs> yeah. know if my voice made that clear <laughs>
3: <laughs> like he, he, he definitely like you know has taken a screenwriting course at some point <laughs> yeah, I had like insane
0: film school flashbacks like it's it's like first time filmmaker dialogue yeah. of like people talking to each other but like that was apparent to me and I went to school for music well yeah so. well,
3: it, 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 I it, went it, to school for environmental policy
2: yeah, <laughs> <you> could <tell laughs> yeah, we, we could all tell her. <laughs>
0: Well, cause it's, it's You must've been having like an aneurysm. Well, yeah, cause it was, <laughs> it's that first time where someone realizes that the things that they've written on the page don't work when actors say them out loud Right. It's yeah. the first, and, and you, you never, no matter how good you end up being, your first film always ends up sounding like that because you right. just, you don't know until you finally actually direct a performance and you realize that yep. shit, the performance you thought you were directing on set does not work for on the, on screen. Mm hmm. And this whole movie is made up of those performances uh, all the (laughs) Ah. time and scenes like that where people just walk into a room and they're like, all right, what are we doing next? And and instead it'll happen right after like someone's best friend died. And they're just like, was that our best friend? And they're like, not anymore. And then they're like, all right. Yeah. What are we doing next? Like, there's no time for the pain of that. Yeah, it feels like, there's like there's no, no time one really for understands who they oh, are.
3: They, <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite moments of this entire movie, to jump ahead a bit in the chronology of it, yeah. when eventually there's the inevitable, like, you know, fights, and oh boy, is there a fight. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's like, yeah, at one point, the police officers, like, end up catching up to them and like, accompanies them uh dies in a in like one of the only and one of the mm-hmm. only like legitimately like ha hey, this is actually at least a, le- a little thought went into this moment of the film where, Like she's like like basically her legs are torn off which is oh like, yeah over the top but like it's it's legitimately horrifying mm-hmm. and like she d- and she like, has like a i won't say a tender well scripted moment with you know the other guy there as she <laughs> dies But like it's at least not as bad as everything else going on yeah cuts <laughs> away from that you think that's done And he goes back to a little bit more – and then it goes like right back to a bit more fighting. But then after like 30 seconds, it cuts right back to to that scene of the guy with her just having died in exactly the same place. And he like casually throws a blanket onto like her like stub version of a corpse like with like no legs or arms on it and like just like says, OK, and walks away. And it's like (laughs) – yeah, like just chill as can be, and like it's like okay, that's
0: yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> character interactions make sense outside of the second that they're happening in, yeah where like yeah. you understand what he's getting at because it's a cliche moment, be- and you've seen it in other movies where these two people have this interaction. But there's even one when the the they first see that the the boat that they mean to take back is overrun with zombies, and the one dude just jumps into the water, and I was like, first of all, dude what are you going to do to them? Like he yeah. just jumped into the water and all the zombies. Yeah. I-, I love that none of these zombies act like zombies. Like they oh, just, no. they're just people in it's, zombie they're makeup. They're just running. And and they're, like, yeah. So they, they like jump off of the boat into the for... water and your, your, your brain automatically goes, of course the zombies are just going to jump into the water and eat him. But yeah. the girl that he just met, these people who were at the rave before, because these college kids show up late to the rave and the zombies outbreak has already happened. And they meet three people who have survived the rave inside the House of the Dead or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And one of the girls who was just at the rave, who met that guy literally 30 seconds earlier, runs over and goes, Simon, why? (laughs) Like, don't jump in there. And I'm like, you literally haven't even spoken to each other in this (laughs) movie and like she's freaking out as if that's like her longtime best friend who's about to die because of a stupid decision he just made and then everyone just starts unloading guns into the water even though he's in there (laughs) and you're kind of like you're gonna shoot him yeah yeah (laughs) yeah
2: um what my f- I think this is my favorite moment of the entire film. And oh, it, it, yeah. it relates to like watching uh these other characters die and having a character react. It's when I believe it's the uh uh the Asian women with the with the uh American bodysuit on. Oh the yeah. American yeah. flag bodies. Liberty on, and Liberty guys and then it Great cuts name. to the guy who I think is with her, like he's dating her or yeah. something, and he watches her die and then it goes into his like eye and into his brain or whatever and then does that really fast cutting of like everything that's happened in the movie and then it cuts back into his like back to his actual face yeah and there's techno music going on and it's pounding you into Uh, uh. like it's so aggressive and it's trying to I think I think it was Yui Bull's like attempt at getting inside this guy's brain and showing his mind shatter and instead it just comes off as this insanely convoluted and overly aggressive techno montage of nonsense it's
3: the world's worst powerpoint (laughs)
2: yeah exactly it's it but it it literally melted my brain like it was just the funniest shit ever for me
3: no for for for, for me and and that's like right in the middle of the fight scene that lasts like what 11 minutes and it's like wait, wait first of all if you're listening to this episode i implore you Pa- if you can, pause this. Just go on YouTube and look up the House <laughs> of the Dead cemetery fight scene in its entirety. Yes. Words cannot it, do it justice. No, it, it goes is. on
0: for so long. And, and it films so it like, lovingly. It's not good, no. but he loves yeah. what he's doing. Oh, my God.
3: Dude, this, no one has ever been more excited to have a, like, a bullet time set up <laughs> yeah. in human history. people. Well, well, yeah, and, and, and also, Ooh, I, I don't know. I've if- never seen more mundane mid combat action <laughs> in bullet time until you've seen this you it's, it's it's and it's like we are not talking like a half like a quarter circle or a half circle we're talking like a circle and a half yeah, he'll and do up. like around 720 degrees
2: not just 360 <laughs> he'll go around two times yeah
0: and and he can't figure out more than like one move for each character to do so it's just <laughs> them doing the same move over and over again to like yeah. a different zombie
2: and then this is where he incorporates the the character death which is where he has a character model and then at 360s around them and the, then there's a red screen that comes up to oh, signify yeah. that they're dead just like in a video game
0: yeah it's so funny yeah like like like, like golden eye
3: right yeah. like when the blood its comes way,
2: on
0: it's kind <laughs> of
3: charming just, in a way yeah. <laughs> no, no, just, in its own way just as like Resident Evil was committed to like actually getting right. a feel of a video game in a, in a cool way and like a really interesting way this one was more like <laughs> you know it for bit for, for, for significantly worse yeah. it is like, note-for-note note hitting, like, the feel of an arcade game story. The part of an arcade game you really do not want to sit through at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that's,
0: you it's know, almost the, like, the,
3: house, the House of the Dead is, like, like, the, like, the the story elements are, like, after the first one, that's like, knowingly, self-consciously bad. But, yeah. like, it's, like, you know, the second one was infamously actually famously, it, it kind of rules adopt into Typing of the Dead, which is like a typing game as a zombie light sh- r- rail shooter. <laughs> it fucking rules. You can, you know, I, it's not like available for purchase anymore. So you can find it on like eBay or like, you know, whatever your means of choice is after that. Um, it's a lot. It's actually kind of fun if you like need to get your words permitted up. It actually kind of helping. With <laughs> nice. uh, I played a lot of it. Um, it's, but it's uh, it's it's really campy. And like this is too, but it's in such a confounding way. That it does not possibly seem as well, self aware so as it would need to be. That's, anyway that's what I was going to say. Well, was like, it's yeah.
2: almost like because I'm familiar with arcade games and yeah. the stories are always trash because they're not meant to be story filled or anything. Yeah. yeah. But then, it's, so that in a way is like Yui e. Bull, maybe he's trying to make an arcade game, but I'm just, I know I'm giving him too much credit. And it's just like, uh, <laughs> But but that's where I kind of have my battle between like irony and <laughs> and did he do some of this at least on purpose? You know what I mean? Well, like, he, def- he definitely did the, the, ac- the most action most
0: filmmaker of all time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Because the whole point of the action was he just wanted an excuse to get people to unload pistols into zombies, like, zombies yeah. that, that he's he's created. But the, the weirdest part is that we're coming off talking about Paul W.S. Anderson, who made very clear a sense of visual construction and timing of his set pieces, yeah. like following the logic of the actual horror set piece itself, like the laser set piece, which has an escalating sense of, uh, of horror to it, while the 12 minute like shootout scene in this has no sense of space or geography yeah it, it just cuts from slow-mo to like a shot of a zombie dying to a slow-mo character doing a move to a zombie dying you get no sense of how many zombies are there yeah. are they winning are they taking and there's some nothing of like out? personal
2: about it no like it doesn't it, feel like
0: a, no. a battle it's, of it, it's it's like completely incomprehensible as to are they succeeding? What are they actually accomplishing? Like what? Like what is actually <laughs> yeah. happening beyond someone is kicking and hitting something in the head? Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, w- I want to point out that some audience members might be th- like, listening to this like and thinking, huh, you know, wait, didn't they just jump from explaining how they got to the island to all of a sudden being in the middle of the battle with <laughs> nothing much to say about the riddle? We do that all and the time. And you'd be right because <laughs> there's nothing much to say about the rest because it's just the most like – in you know middling plotting like yeah god awful dialogue and like it it just (laughs) it just feels like 45 minutes of filler and it's brutal but oh god is it worth getting through that filler for the batshit insane back half yeah, yeah like, well, absolutely. And,
0: and, and the weirdest part is, there's also just not even like beats. Like he didn't yeah. write the action. Like it oh. wasn't. It wasn't like Liberty, the cool Asian woman who can like do kicks and stuff. Like maybe we'll give her like a like like some sort of arc about that or something. Yeah. But it's just she just does it. She just does. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. And that's there, pretty much everybody. No, there is one exception and it's one of the best parts in the entire movie because it's one throwaway line of dialogue Mm -hmm. that gets paid off and it's the Mm -hmm. only line of dialogue that gets paid off in the entire movie and it's in the finale and it's it's a they talk about how the one girl uh, is into fencing
1: oh yeah and that's okay. just it they
0: say that girl's into fencing and you're like okay why did you tell me that and then she fucking fences the zombie king motherfucker yeah. at the end but
2: and it's but it's with like long swords but yeah it? and it's not fencing yeah. she's totally just wielding it like a broadsword yeah. and just hammering him with it they were just like fencing is swords right yeah, <laughs> any, yeah. any sword <laughs>
0: Like, sh- there's no fencing that happens, but they they tried. You could see the effort of, that girl does something with swords, there's so like, maybe yeah. we can let her use a sword. There's a the little end. bit of
3: character. We yeah. did it, Yui. We did it. Nailed it. Also, it. it also does tie so the ending in Lucidus to the game, I think, by like having one of the characters be like the vi- like, I think... The future villain of it, or something like that, I think.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be like a prequel to House of the Dead or something. Yeah. Like that oh, is what, is it? I, is okay. what I heard. Oh, okay. In, in terms yeah. of story. But again, I couldn't really follow the story <laughs> because House of <laughs> the
3: Dead extended universe. Because you, you, you really can't tell
0: what's plotting to get to the next area and what is supposed yeah. to be character or story
3: in any meaningful way. Yeah, like I
2: completely is, forgot why the zombies even happened. Like, do they explain that?
3: Uh, no, they sort of did. It was like. I'm, try- I'm I'm really... I know they made something gesturing at that. No, yeah, the, the,
0: because the, the main guy that they fight at the end is, like, this yeah. Spanish doctor or something like that. Okay. that okay. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, a- it's this ancient Spanish guy who's been hiding on the island. He's, he's been know, experimenting on alley. corpses and, yeah. like, right. trying he, to... He's the, a disgraced priest.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. But... Here's okay. the funniest thing is they do explain that in the plotting. That's the reason. But in the end, and they have the big moment at the end where they finally confront the guy. Cause they're like, they, they go into the lair, they go into the house of the dead and they go underneath and they find the underground basement where he's been experimenting on the corpses and where all the zombies right. are coming from. And they ask the guy straight up when he's about to kill like the last few people, he's like, I'm going to turn you into zombies or whatever. And you're like, Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, the one guy, the main guy, Rudy, he's like, hold on. Tell me why, like, you created all of this so you could become immortal? Like, why? And the guy just looks at him and says, (laughs) to
1: live forever!
2: (laughs) (laughs) I became immortal. To become immortal Yeah <laughs> and you're
1: like okay? so fucking
2: funny <laughs> Now that you say that That was it's a note so I put so Because good. me and yeah. my brother Were losing our minds Like we yeah. couldn't even believe yeah. That that was what he came up with And that they shoot it Like it's this big like Dramatic like, this twist This is my yeah. master plan yeah. Like oh it's so fucking funny And
0: and uh, one of my favorite moments uh, Just before that Just before they go Because they're, they're making their way Through the house of the dead Trying to like get underneath To, to escape But also to find their way off the island a little bit and find out kind of like what's happening um but there's a part where they go into the basement and all the characters are down there and they're they're kind of like um uh checking the doors and kind of an extension on the fact that just in in a filmmaking sense this is just entirely incomprehensible it's just like it's just weirdly uh like basically framed but so frantically edited in like unmotivated and artless ways that it's kind of like impossible to find out what's happening but like there are times where dialogue is also like that. Uh, and there's a guy, they go into the basement and they're they're checking out all the doors. And one guy, uh, clearly, I don't even, it must have been improv because it was just silent and he didn't know like what was supposed to be happening. So he just made up a line. But he looks over to the left side of the room and he goes, hey, what's in here? <laughs> Nobody acknowledges that he said that. and it, it cuts to a shot to what he was looking at. Nobody acknowledges it. And then it cuts back to the characters who don't even look over there and just go into the next area to the other <laughs> side. But but he left the line of dialogue in and the shot <laughs> of oh, them <they're laughs> going. Uh, no. I mean, like, like. Like there was no reason. The, like he could have just had a shot of them walking through and moving to where they were supposed to be yeah. going. But he includes I, 10 seconds of this guy being like, hey, what's over there?
3: That ruins the entire And then the a shot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then it is not addressed they just move on and go to the other door i want
3: to i want to add that this is it seems like it was edited by you know another guy so i'm sure it was um it was a mercen- like some kind of mercenary job and <laughs> okay. you know what if i if i was given this like i would phone it in at a certain point and <laughs> if i'm sure that's what happened this footage here and so we're Dan- like please make David something we can release. <laughs> I, I, I understand they are definitely not paying you enough for this um <laughs> You shouldn't be at this point in your life. I hope things got better for you after this. Uh, but like, man, you really, you really did not put any effort. in You were like, looked at the out- outline there. I'm like, okay, scene goes here, scene goes here. Ooh, he's a fucking asshole. Scene goes here. Yeah
0: yeah well and 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 even shortly after that there's there's one where there's some sort of drama that happens underneath as they're trying to escape I think it's when they go into the they actually discover the lab where like the whatever the juice is being created and one guy who they establish earlier is supposed to be like pre med or something like that yeah Uh, he just goes it's not human blood it's mutated it's fucking genius I'm like (laughs) I don't know why he knows that but that's (laughs) fine That's, um, <laughs> um but after shortly after that scene they they' they're making their way out and the zombies are like attacking them and there's there's a brief moment where uh the, the one guy who's sort of sacrificing himself and it's funny we get this exact scene in Resident Evil when
3: by the, by, uh, by, by the way is this the one where it's a uh, oh wait oh it was the one where we're we tried to call him the guy from Das boot Jurgen Prochnow. yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah is, uh
3: named Captain Kirk
0: yeah and they, they <laughs> yeah. specifically make that and the guy the characters acknowledge that joke
3: yeah, oh, okay. it's like they want to make sure you got them did you get them <laughs> uh, no, but it's like uh yeah he is this the one where he like has the uh like he like blows himself up with dynamite or whatever
0: this is the one where he points at the explosive barrels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 this is that bit but there there's a brief moment. When he lifts his gun up and he points it at the main character and the main character uh, and, and the, the way that it's shot, the way that Bull has shot it, it looks like that scene from uh, Halloween four that I told you about where Loomis points the gun at the little child. Right. And, right. and, and that movie investigates that idea that Loomis is about to shoot a child right. because he thinks, because that he, it's, thinks it's he thinks Michael's yeah. spirit is inside of it. So that, that's what I thought the scene was, was that the captain was pointing the gun at the main dude and they were going to like that was going to be a dramatic moment. Yeah, but then it just cuts, and it's like, no, he was just pointing at the barrels right behind the guy. But they don't acknowledge that that <laughs> dramatics, that was drama, there? ever came up at all. Yeah. So none of the characters address that it just looked like he was going to shoot him, <laughs> yeah. even though the visuals told you that that was what was happening. That is,
3: that's so weird about- <laughs> this movie, this movie has. No, like, awareness of the 180 degree rule at all. But no, it's like, like, it's, it's like, just, it just does not give a shit. And yeah. it's not like the way the superior remake did, where it was, like, kind of did it to purposely throw you off yeah. and manipulate your perspective. It's because he doesn't understand it, I think, honestly. It's
2: like one of the aspects of his filmmaking is properly telling you what he's trying to present. But yeah. then all the other aspects surrounding that that scene is saying the opposite, so you, your brain just doesn't know what he's trying to really do. it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. And speaking yeah. of just like the bad dialogue, uh, yeah. just to add <laughs> a line here. Uh, this must be written by possibly like a like a foreign person that you know knows English, but
3: no, actually, a, no? it's not. It's shocking. Writ- it's written by uh, the duo of Mark A Altman and Dave Parker. Mark okay. A Altman has a Wikipedia page. He's he's he produced. He wrote and and produced this and House of the Dead 2, and he acted in House of the Dead 2. He (laughs) made The Thirst All Souls Day, Dead and Deader, Free Enterprise, uh, which seems like a Star Trek fan
1: movie.
3: (laughs) Um, Hey, oh my god, Free Enterprise is a 1999 romantic comedy starring Eric McCormack and Raphael Weigel featuring William Shatner, directed by Robert... Um, directed by the some other guy and then written by this Mark Altman guy. Oh the cover is please please look it up if you can. Uh, this free it's called free enterprise. Free enterprise the cover oh, really? is truly beautiful. Um <laughs> Uh, I actually,
0: I actually, I'm sorry. after this, this plot summary is holy shit! It just, it just looks like he's making a Star Trek poster.
3: Yeah, the <laughs> film deals with the midlife crises of two main protagonists, Mark and Robert, fictionalized versions of the film's director and producer. They struggle oh with God. adult <laughs> career relationship just problems. All finally clinging to the geeky science fiction pop culture of their youth and taking advice from their greatest hero, William Shatner. It says lo- Shatner Love plays Love a character of himself. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's OK. This seems like a self-aware thing. And Phil Lamar is in it apparently, too.
0: <laughs> but J.B., I, I was going to say you because you're talking about how you thought it might be have made how like Troll 2 was made. Right, where it was it's like, like these there's certain Italian certain dialogue that's the correct, but it's exploitation not quite filmmakers correct. And the line an for, that I was movie.
2: referencing was he, he was like, we got to the boat, but it wasn't there. So it's like, well, then you didn't get to the boat. Yeah, you know, like it's just little <laughs> it's just things like thing. that that are like it's just off, and there's so many of that in the in the dialogue. I thought <laughs> it'd be a foreign dude, but the one wow. the one thing I'll <laughs> we'll argue for
3: is that there's a chance this was intended as the same kind of self-awareness as the dialogue choice Resident Evil, because similarly, the dialogue in the House of the Dead games is that bad. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely, it is like that. It, it nails that shit. Yeah, like I was, I, but that's like a level of bad. Like, and in the presentation of it, it doesn't feel it doesn't at all spell it out how yeah. you want to feel about it so like, i mean it's just like maybe maybe that's intentional maybe not but either <laughs> way it's god awful um, yeah
0: yeah 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 if, if i had anything to say i'm glad that he made practical zombies and exploded their heads
3: yeah, yeah. i will say yeah. that ending uh skull crush pretty cool
0: oh yeah, and, and a, in the decapitation song. and stuff yeah, yeah
3: thought that was pretty I cool see, he seems like a 12 year old boy with a very large budget and yeah. like <laughs> yeah he,
0: Come on, like, he, I, he, I, I would he,
3: trust a he, boy to get that part right. Yeah, you know? he, he, yeah. He,
0: he spent his money on the makeup appropriately, even if he didn't actually use, establish the zombies in a way that makes sense. So they just <laughs> yeah. kind of like move like really fast people like- Right, like, oh, like, 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 they move like stunt people, and he has them like constantly like trampolining out of the forest and stuff. And you're
2: kind of like, <laughs> yeah. you're kind of like, what? Yeah, I think <laughs> even one point it does like a like a super jump, like yeah. it's like
0: this super <laughs> yeah. mutant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty it, it's pretty awesome stuff. And I got to say um, also the fact that um, somehow the the techno new metal is even worse. Oh, my God. I, oh I've oh my been God. waiting
3: for this moment this whole time. The theme song to House of the Dead, where they rap, where they like, you know, like the, the rap song, style yeah. rap about <laughs> <laughs> the
1: House
3: of the Dead. And then it's like There's the so House of the I, Dead. Watched it's, all it's, all it's, it's like I when watched, Will Smith I, used to do a yeah. rap song for every movie. And it had captions on just cause it was like a little incoherent as it was. And it literally said unintelligible rapping. <laughs> 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 and like, you know, like, like the poor, the poor caption guy. So, just so, like, it
0: sounded like, awesome. like if LL Cool J was on like a new metal track. Is yeah. What it kind of sounded like. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, not a fun version <laughs> of that. No. <laughs> it is laughable. Yeah. That is for uh, sure. And,
0: and also, I don't know if... Either and it's of, so early 2000s. I don't know if any of you guys hilarious. noticed this, because I was keeping an eye out for the music, specifically because I wanted to compare it to Resident Evil's kind of... Because I know that these were coming out in a similar time when this was just the fad of what music... Yeah, it
2: was like f- Godsmack and Creed. Yeah, and it like, was, yeah, it was
0: what music style was at the time. Yeah. And um, at one point, and I kid you not, there's just the royalty-free dramatic... Uh, like, uh, like suspense noise. And I, and I, I heard that and I was like, is that the same noise from the dramatic gopher meme? And it is. Oh
2: my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. He used, I the, didn't even notice. He it.
0: used the, and, and I I don't remember if it's used twice or not, but it's, it's just used at a random time when they're all walking through the forest <laughs> and the suspense just builds for, again, there's nothing in the story or That's the filmmaking that tells you that, tells you that yeah. the suspense is supposed to be building it just it ramps the music up and then they're like something's out
3: there <laughs> now you know yeah. i want to i want to point out something i i did actually pull this up so uh the film resident evil came out in on March 15th 2002 in the United States yeah um the uh, <laughs> production dates for house of the dead were May 2002 to October 2002 and it came out with its premiere in San Francisco in February, on February fifteenth, two thousand
0: three. Holy shit! So it it, it came, <laughs> out, then, it came out. It came out eleven months after Resident <laughs> Evil.
3: And then it came at, with production starting after it came out. Resident Evil came out. <laughs> there was the broad United States release was October tenth. So they must have done some re edits. That but is, like,
2: yeah, it had to be. Yeah, like, <laughs> that it absolutely had to be direct references at times.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, because it, it was very and clearly I greenlit. you I mean, probably of, just
2: stole ideas. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was very obviously greenlit because of the success of Resident Evil. And they were just like, OK, what if we give you like one third of the budget that Anderson got for that? And you just make something that like we can sell as similar somehow.
2: Yeah,
0: um, but even Anderson didn't have the balls to directly uh, reference George A. Romero, where Bowie oh. bowl has a movie fan <laughs> in the movie. Who's, oh, about yeah. Porter, who's just like, wow, you've never heard of Jorge Romero's Dead trilogy? Yeah. It's like iconic or whatever. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I, I have, I have to hijack filmer, for a second. You? I think that's a lot of what happened here is just like people getting so sick of this shit working on this that it's just like. Illyvul's <laughs> e. coherence incoherence then was magnified by like tenfold because everyone around him does just wants to get the fuck out of this job because yeah. the dude seems like a nightmare in any way like challenging critics to boxing matches and like name searching <laughs> himself on Twitter like he did to me when I was I, I was tweeting about House of the Dead and like he like said something along lines of like. I I said like I'm I a like, so batshit should say I'm kind of enjoying it or something to that fan he's like I'm glad you like it. It's supposed to be a fun action movie or something. I mean let me find it.
1: Yeah. That's
2: so funny.
0: Yeah, he, he did, he did. I find really hope that he says he, something he, about
3: it, this. Ewe, if you're listening to this, we love you, man. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean. respect you. I,
0: I, I, know, I actually have
3: a I respect for his, his distinct vision and 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 more importantly, as a successful grifter. But um <laughs> like, so I, I, just, like I, got I, the, I I really the, like the, the line. other guy, the World of Ninja <laughs> Philosopher guy seems like a successful grifter too. He's, like done this multiple times like he's like Nailed made it. multiple films Iwi, you know
0: Iwi, if you're listening to this i really liked the part where the the main woman is running away in slow-mo and her boobs jiggle around everywhere and then and then <laughs> she and then she she talks about the fact that uh uh referring to the fact that zombies want to eat them she says isn't it nice to know someone wants you for your body
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which i can I, 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 argue kind of like absurd irony like no, fuck you man come on <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh I fucking this guy. Uh,
3: God, I hope he emails us. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, 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 and there, there's also
3: a great the gates bit. Are open away.
0: There's also a great bit where everybody calls the main guy Rudy the whole time, and at the end of the movie the military asks him what his name is and he goes, My name's Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: badass dude yeah. all right i think we're gonna have to enter the reductive rating on and final statements on this one yeah um i i i got oh, a, a, i'm sorry my fault there no it's, it's oh, all dude. good this It's is, all good
2: yeah this, got, this conversation was bound to for get, me i, just, I honestly
0: just got a couple more quotes i want to throw out there Yeah, no please like, please. uh uh who are you who are you <laughs> we're here to rescue you oh thanks, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, guys check out this book looks pretty old Maybe it'll help us.
3: And, and, and you're, you're getting the inflections exactly right, too. Yeah. Yeah, you like, kill it. Like a pretty it's perfect version of you it. You could act in this movie, Yeah, dude, <laughs> like
0: if, if he asked me to make a house, like another House of the Dead sequel, wanna I would definitely it? star in it. You want to uh, remake it? <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead. Yeah, no, let do down. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> the, the only thing we would have to do is we would, uh, unfortunately, we would have to uh, revive an old technique that no one does anymore, which is the turntable technique for the 360-degree shots oh, <laughs> where yeah. the camera whips around people at high speeds and you take the photos. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Because uh, they actually had to retire that technique after making this movie because you can possibly kill people doing it. Really? Yeah, because the camera is moving around so quickly while you're doing shots. Oh my god, I had no idea. It's a very it, dangerous it, technique, it's and it pretty was the, dangerous. and yeah. it is the only stylistic technique that like is unique to him while making this movie is is
2: one of the most dangerous dangerous. is it like they have it on a a track and it spins really yeah like exactly
3: just go off exactly what it is like people still do like slower versions of that like like not
0: as fast as this i had no idea that's cool yeah because he he was doing it in a way where he could almost catch like he wanted to catch people in midair frame by frame like he wanted he like that's how fast he had that camera spinning around yeah um and if that hits somebody going at that speed and especially if someone's jumping in the air and doesn't have full control of yeah. their movement. And someone's movement. operating. I mean, yeah, some yeah. These, yeah. yeah, and At the very least,
2: it. they're going to be hurt, so. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. so, uh, uh, but if we want to revive it and possibly die, I'm down <laughs> to make a- <laughs> Hey, for art, you, you got to do it. See, you're you're, you're thinking the wrong
3: way. You just got to get, like, some kind of, like, you know, amusement park ride. Like, one of those, like, you know- <laughs> Spin, spinner rides, like you know, set that up, like you know, put some props <laughs> yeah. over it, some CGI, and then just strap yourself <laughs> in with the camera and let it rip. We'll we'll figure it <laughs> out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, for me,
0: oh god, it's got to get the one. Yeah, I, I honestly thought about thought about it out of out of enjoyment, yeah. bumping it up, but then <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I I got so much. Hives watching the actual filmmaking and how yeah. poorly done the filmmaking is that yeah. even even in the ironic enjoyment wasn't enough for me to give him full credit <laughs> on the ironic <laughs> enjoyment even though some of it does seem like he intentionally made bad things here or there and I yeah. bet you sometimes he he might claim that you know you're just supposed to sit back and you know not turn off your brain and I'm just like yeah but like. Filmmaking goes beyond like the conscious analysis. Like filmmaking is like, you know, there's a lot of work done subconsciously, yeah, uh, to make you know people's eyes not twist around in their head and yeah. like make people not like ha- light their own faces on fire. <laughs> it was legitly so- <laughs> nauseating at points. Yeah, like it, like the, the, That's for me where the line gets drawn. So I had to give it the one, but I will say it's a, it's a high one.
3: Throw
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, it at that bone. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. I, I, I want to, uh, just to say, like, I see the entry point here. I want to agree a high one, like with the emphasis on high, cause this is like a really fun, dumb movie to like get together with friends and like, you know, with whatever party thing of choice and like, you know, just rip this apart. Like, you know, it is a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but like, it's a fun piece of shit. Um, yeah.
0: There's some all-timer line readings uh, in this. Lines in general. Lines in in general. I still think about that guy looking at the blood and being like, it's fucking genius. (laughs) And I'm like, what? What is that? And the explanation of the immortal thing is just, that is so funny. To live forever. So, okay, (laughs) So you just wanted to, so you wanted to be immortal. That was the motivation. That was why, okay. (laughs)
2: Um. I'm gonna give it
0: the two. I'm oh, okay. gonna give it the two. Man,
2: yeah. I I just I, for me, I think it's more of like a personal thing of how I view one stars. Okay. One star is when I like put it on and I and and like my blood boils and like, I want l- l- the whole like you thing will never to be watch
0: it again, set like, on fire. Yeah. yeah,
2: and I wouldn't watch it again. That kind of thing. Like you know, I, I just can't throw it in the same category as a few of the studio comedies that I've uh. Uh, seen. This <laughs> oh, no. this I, made me I, laugh I, far more. I and actually, daddy's home. You know what I mean? So. <laughs>
3: well, I don't know. I tried rewatching it a second time to get ready for this, and I couldn't. I no, fucking, you couldn't uh, do it? No, <gasps> no yeah, it was man,
0: real. It was real hard. It's like, definitely maybe, not a watch by yourself. You yeah, have to show yeah, it to somebody, maybe, I think. Maybe this.
2: <laughs> the first time, because it's such an anomaly and just yeah. such a crazy fucking insane batshit movie, mm-hmm. that I could to it. And maybe. This will be like a reverse of what usually happens with oh, me. Oh, like like may, maybe, maybe it'll five, be a five. I'll go on to the rewatch. two to the one. It'll you know what I mean? Be it'll be a a like, one like on you know rewatch, what the so second time, not entertaining at all. I, I don't yeah. know. But this Except- first time, I just can't say that I hated the thing. And one, yeah. I leave for like hatred, like visceral yeah. hatred. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna two it. It's not a fair. It's not enough. a strong two. No. <laughs> you know, it's uh it's very light on the two. No. Have you given a two on the show?
0: Sorry. Have you given a two? Oh, Street Fighter. Yeah, Street Fighter. Street Fighter Yeah, the other that's other the two only two. one I think. Uh
3: besides Man, uh, Death
0: Wish, but that was a one. All the video so. game movies are piling up at the bottom.
3: Yeah, Mortal yeah. Kombat Although, Re- though, Resident Evil's going to be like not too far. No, 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 Resident, Resident Evil and, will be a little bit up there. Wes
2: Anderson's doing it well. You know, we got two three three-stars for Wes Anderson on his video game movies, so. <laughs>
3: yes. You know, hopes for I, hopes for that, but I think I hope he sticks I hope he goes back to that and drops the claymation bits. <laughs> yeah. well, right,
0: right now he's shooting Monster Hunter World, which they just officially oh, yeah. announced God, is coming out it's... in 2020. So I just
3: hope it's at least like you know
2: charming, like Resident Evil has. It's, uh, got, yeah.
0: it, it's got Mila Jovovich in it. Okay, really? it does. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
3: see what happens. What a supportive and loving relationship they have. I'm for so real. happy for them.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He just he he. he I will she, say, she, I like, she, these husband-wife
2: movies much better than Melissa McCarthy and her husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah. <laughs> or. Uh,
3: or, what, what, what's your take on what's your take on uh, uh, Brad and Angelina for By the Sea? Oh, I don't think I've seen By I the Sea.
0: I fucking loved By the Sea, but maybe yeah, not. Maybe not for reasons that they intended. <laughs> no, exactly.
3: That's where I'm. That's where uh, I'm at with it. I gotta well. watch it though, because apparently yeah, oh, it's, okay. it's, it's,
0: it's Angelina directing what seems like an autobiographical tale of them going on a really really bad vacation okay uh and and it is weirdly directed kind of like an art drama and it has melanie laurent in it too and it's it's fascinating i actually well, own it, <laughs> it,
3: it, it it's, it's like a, it's, it's like pretty bug fucking sane yeah it, it's like it's like it's like i would put in like the southland tales category i love of southland like tales. insane but like <laughs> kind of good but definitely not <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well i think that might
0: wrap it up the, yeah. for this week that was resident evil and house of the dead donald thanks so much just one more thing oh about, yeah sure. uh, go for it
3: about the uh the, the main thing that i think i took away from from house of the dead is that mm-hmm. it, it you know it's sometimes helpful to to remember that some people just don't give a shit about their jobs <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you know that's okay <laughs> yeah, what do you I got? Uh, what do you <laughs> got? House of the Dead uh, on Ewe your hands? Boll, you are valid, yeah, sir. <laughs> yeah. You know we're not going to demand extra emotional labor from you Bull, to make a proper <laughs> film. You can just keep doing your thing, you are You are a queen. <laughs> are yeah, a queen. Absolutely, <laughs> we love you. All right, Donald.
0: This is the part of the show where if you've got anything to plug, you can do it right uh, here.
3: I sort of do. Like I have two things I'm working on that. I both just kind of want to drop in secret. So I think the only solution to that <laughs> is to constantly refresh your feed and check for my content. No, I am <laughs> working. I'm, I'm working. Uh, I, I have like what I like to call a failed podcast in the works. Nice. Um, nice. it's, it's not really a podcast. <laughs> anymore. It's, it's, it's just kind of become like this rolling catamaran of a nightmare, but, uh, <laughs> look forward to that <laughs> soon. Awesome. And, uh, and then I also, I also have, a. You know, one other thing that I'll, you know, hopefully will be coming out soon that I can't talk about. So, okay,
0: there you go. Well, if you want to keep up on either of those projects, you can find Donald at at Boringstein boringstein on Twitter and uh, Uh we will keep our eyes posted for that. Well, thanks so much for for joining us this week. Uh, What are we doing next week, Jamie? We are doing. Uh, A patron exclusive episode for all the patrons out there. You guys uh, jumping off of zombie movies. We're finally doing our much anticipated sequel to our George A. Romero episode that we did a few months ago. We did Mm -hmm. Night of the Living Dead and The Crazies. Yeah. um, Awesome. Which we had a really good time uh, thoroughly dissecting those two films. And uh, we, we did that episode to set up. Doing Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead because Jamie Jamie and I had both never seen... Day of the Dead before, yeah, uh, and we really wanted an excuse to finally do it, and we did. So next week for patrons, for all yeah. you guys out there in Patreon land, you will get our that, uh, episode on Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead both. That the, actually
3: the, is one, one reference point I think for Resident Evil that it kind of visually too was that sort of like corridored look. that you know, Day of the Dead has that. Not yeah. To, yeah. not and, to impede on your next episode. No, and, uh, and the militarization
0: aspect as well. Yeah, too. for sure. Um, uh, and funny enough, also in Uwe Bold, uh, literally references dawn and day of the dead yes Arizona oh yeah, dead. yeah that's where he got his title Wait, from i presume <laughs> yes uh so that's what you can expect in one week's time over on patreon.com slash podcast but in two weeks time we're going to be back for free listeners we are having uh chris cabin from the we hate movies podcast on
1: very awesome and
0: he is going to be uh bringing with him two arnold schwarzenegger but sort of uh because we've talked Arnold quite a bit on this show now. We're
2: almost like getting to know the man now. Yeah, but
0: we're (laughs) going to do a sort of meta Arnold episode where we're going to be talking about Pumping Iron, the documentary uh, about uh, uh, that kind of put Arnold on the radar, uh, visually and what yeah. got him cast in Conan the Barbarian, which we talked about a few weeks ago. Uh, and then we're going to be talking about last action hero, which is John McTiernan's kind of sort of oh, meta gosh. use of the hard, action right? star and the action star yeah. body. And he did and our, die hard, right? And yeah. die hard. Yes. Yeah. John McTiernan. So, well. yeah. So we're going to be kind of getting a little bit into, uh, the sort of meta aspect of the action star physique and and,
3: yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, that that rules. That's,
0: I'm very excited to
3: hear that one. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that will be for all listeners in two weeks' time from now. So, uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening to this episode. Thanks so much for listening in general.
3: Thanks uh, for having me on. Thanks well, course, for coming uh, on, yeah. Donald.
0: Very yeah. fun episode. Uh, I think that's going to be it. That's going to wrap it up. Keep it sleazy, everybody. Keep it sleazy. Keep it sleazy. Nice. You nice. Actually, I like it. Someone, no did one it. ever <laughs> says it.
3: I, 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 I'm a supportive guest. I
2: like it.